Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And uh, for those of you that are out and about, stay safe out there. The rain is starting to come down. The weather's going to be changing this evening. So I hope you have a uh, at least a little light jacket. Just uh, you know, it's, it's not your typical sunny Florida day, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, winter is well, it's almost here uh, officially. So anyway, before we get get going. I want to extend a, a, a thank you and an appreciation to a young gentleman who I passed when I was on the way to Publix who said, good morning, Queen. I mean, it just made you want to kind of straighten up your posture a little bit, walk a little taller, you know, put a little smile on your face and, and feel like you earned that title. So, you know, thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. So anyway, it is the third Thursday of the month, and that means it's Tech Thursday with Burton Kelso of Integral. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, Queen. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> that was not a hint. That was just an acknowledgement, but thank you. <laughs> I know. Oh, no problem. Yeah, hopefully now you can. You feel like you want to straighten up your crown, too. You forgot to <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Straighten yeah, up that yeah, crown, or, Queen. Or, and, yeah, actually, and wear just proud. put on one. Yeah. Yes, that's right. 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 So... How you doing? I'm good. I'm ca- talking to you from Chicago today, so you're talking about oh. complaining about that rain you got. It's 32 <laughs> degrees. So I yeah. don't want to hear it. It's supposed to go down to 48 tonight, I thought I heard, here. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Ooh, that's cold. It's 48. Florida. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'd rather be here. <laughs> right. Well, I think yeah. it's interesting because um, in the technology world, it's it's like it's almost like utter chaos. You uh, know, there's a lot what's going, going on. on. Well, well, tell me. <laughs> Twitter's a mess, <laughs> <laughs> and you got states that are banning TikTok. Um, uh huh. And then, of course, you know the never-ending battle against uh, cybercrime. And yes. I don't know if we talked about this last month. Um, as far as cybercrime is concerned, did we talk about – I can't remember if we talked about the story about the cop in Virginia who was catfishing the young lady in California, uh-uh. and no, he decided to go – yeah, he decided to go get her. So he drove cross-country to uh-huh. California, and it gets horrible. So he shows oh up to gosh. the house. Yeah, he uh-huh. kills the parents. He kills the parents no. and, like, another family member. Uh, uh-huh. Kidnaps the girl, sets the house on fire, 
And then um, the law enforcement catches up with him. So he goes out in a blaze of glory because he decided to shoot out with the cops. And, I mean, it just shows you how much of a reach, um, not cyber criminals because we associate that with crooks that are overseas like terrorists and uh, state-sponsored cyber attacks. But we've got our own domestic terrorists here in the states that we have to be careful with as far as cyber crimes concerned. So, you know, hopefully incidents like that are few and far between. But, you know, there's always online predators online that you have to watch out for. So I thought thought we talked about that. I don't remember. We could have. We could have. Um, I may have had a senior moment or something, but. Wow. I don't think, but in, something in hindsight, I don't think we talked about that because I think that's I only been in the past. It's only been in the past couple of weeks that this guy is, um, you know, did this, and so you know we've talked about catfishing before yes. as far as a cyber crime, where you know you've got mm-hmm. the romance scams and you've got criminals that catfish older people or unsuspecting people, like you've seen, and uh, I think the Tinder swindler. Uh, but I mean, I think this is one of the incidents uh, that. Um, a child has been catfished that's made national news like that, you know, where, mm. you know, fortunately she's safe, but at the same time, I think it's one of the things parents don't think about. And with us coming up on the holiday season, kids are going to have a lot of free time on their hands and you don't know who they're forming relationships with if you're not checking their devices. So it just, you know, to me, it just seems like there's it's utter chaos as far as the technology world is concerned right now, you know? That meta is go, kind of going down the tubes, too, so no metaverse. Well, I shouldn't say no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people that need Jesus out there right now, that's that's basically what it is. But anyway, um, what what are you looking into? You're in Chicago. Tell us why you're in Chicago. Well, I'm um, here for a Digital Marketing Summit, which is a um, conference for digital marketers to help people have a um, better position as far as marketing their businesses online. And one of the uh-huh. things that I'm talking about is cross-posting on social media because <laughs> as of uh, I think as of yesterday, I was finally free mm-hmm. to Facebook jail. So I'm, I'm a Facebook Yay. felon now. Yay, but I'm still a felon. I'm still in jail, G. It, it, so I can post, um, and mm-hmm. I can comment on posts right now, but I'm still uh-huh. 21 days out of being able to stream live video on uh, Facebook. I can't. I don't do ads, but I can't do ads. And then my posts aren't going to be seen by as many people for the next 21 days. So it's almost like a death sentence uh, for – uh, you know, some someone who has a business and they're uh-huh. trying to market on Facebook. Did they so tell the, you the why count- you were in jail? I can tell you the meme that I shared. There was a meme. There's a uh, mom's group that I uh, moderate, and there was uh-huh. a post that someone else had posted on Facebook that said, my kids must think that I'm moving bricks for El Chapo, um, you know, the drug lord because of the uh-huh. amount of money that these kids are wanting parents to spend on gifts. And that's what got me thrown in Facebook jail. Really? Oh, yeah. That's stupid. It is. But yeah. you know, the problem with the problem with Facebook is that you can't, there's no one to contact. Um, you can challenge right. it, 
but then if they just if the algorithm deems that it didn't you know it violated the terms of service for Facebook, then they just keep you in jail. I mean, it's kind of bad. That that's crazy because you they, they you they put in Facebook jail, but the people that were sending me um, all kind of lewd photos when I first started this show, they they just let them go on and do their thing. <laughs> I know, and that that's horrible. You know, it's horrible. It's really yeah. horrible. So I've got to yeah. ask. Let's talk about TikTok a little bit. So I okay Florida. Florida state offices, have they banned TikTok, to your knowledge? I don't know, to tell you the truth. I just usually um, go and uh, just ignore a lot of stuff. I'm not a TikToker, um, and uh, I, I just don't have time. Um, my, plate, my cup runs over, my plate is full. I, you know, I, I don't have time, and, and the more I try to – uh, scrape stuff off the plate. <laughs> the other right. stuff, the rest of that area. So, but no, um, I don't know that. I would not be surprised if something came up, uh, given the climate that we have and the person who's in charge. But um, no. So, what about yours, your state? No, Missouri hasn't done it yet. But I have. I'm surprised Missouri hasn't banned TikTok because we're looking at. I think Texas, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Indiana. And now keep in mind, these are only state devices or government devices. But the big thing about TikTok is that uh, the Senate is looking to ban TikTok uh, from at least government devices. But there's no telling Mm -hmm. um, if um, there may be pressure from Apple or not from Apple, but to Apple and to Google to just ban the app on the, you know, on the app store. So you can't get it anymore. It's uh, right. Yeah, I mean it. We're, I mean it's huge, and I think from a marketing standpoint. And I know last month with Small Business Saturday, we were talking about um, we were talking about small businesses and things that they can do in order to not spend a lot of money on marketing. So I mean, this is uh-huh. this is so. Huge. I mean, okay. Let me ask: Who is the audience for TikTok? Right now, it's everybody. It used to be, really? you know, like a kitty app. It That's used to, yeah, but now, yeah, a lot of people thought it was like a kiddie dance app, but people have really become creative on the type of video that they're submitting up to um, TikTok. For example, I don't know if you know who Melinda Emerson is. She's an African-American lady based out of Philly, and she's known as the small business expert. She's even uh-huh. posting stuff on TikTok, and when I met her last year in Philly, she was saying that um, there were major companies pushing for her to put reels Instagram reels and videos on TikTok, and so she has. So she'll normally do like a business, a small business tip. Um, I see other. I have done tech tips on TikTok, but there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are moving to TikTok and just taking advantage of the whole platform. And the scary thing about TikTok's numbers, it's almost up there with Facebook. I mean, TikTok's almost at a billion users. So mm. I mean, it's. Um, it's it's so I mean it, it could have huge implications if they get rid of it. Is the attraction the 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 cost effectiveness or is the attraction the lack of restrictions? What what is it? Right now the um that was a good question. I love that. So th- oh, gosh. That, it, it, it is. <laughs> I know a little bit real, about yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't, but yeah, that was a good one. 
So it's it's twofold. So yes, you're absolutely right. Part of it with TikTok is the lack of restrictions on TikTok, but you normally don't get that kind of audience on TikTok. It's more because uh, Facebook, you can just say, oh well, well Twitter, let's say for example, you can say whatever you want. So that can be text or just uploading a, a image that you found on the internet. Whereas TikTok, mm-hmm. it you have to be more, you have to put in a little work to create something that works on TikTok, like a video, okay. you know, so you, right now with TikTok, you're not getting that audience that's there for, you know, to like speak their mind and just spread misinformation. Now there are some, but not a lot. But the other thing that is appealing about TikTok is this, the fact that you have a larger audience and it's like with social media and digital marketing, you just kind of go where the crowds are. So if there are a lot of people that are appearing on TikTok, then as an entrepreneur, you're, you've got to make an effort to be on that platform too. And just the simple fact with digital marketing and social media, you definitely want to be in a position where you're, you're diversifying your platform so that you have a presence everywhere. So it's almost okay. like if another social media platform came out and people mm-hmm. started flocking to it, then people would start flocking to that new popular social media. Like during the pandemic, Clubhouse, which is kind of a social media app, was the big mm-hmm. thing. So then you had a lot of people flocking to Clubhouse. But now Clubhouse ain't so popular anymore, so, you, you know, people aren't spending time on it. So it's all about where you think you can get the most exposure. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, now you I, understand I, why they're trying to ban. I was going to say you understand why they're trying to ban TikTok, right? Yeah, because they think that China is using it as an invasive uh, app to uh, get to spy on us and you know, get more information than we're supposed to be given, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. But the the thing is, you can't necessarily go after TikTok because even though the company is Chinese owned. The argument with TikTok is like, hey, we're not the only ones that are doing this. You better take a look at Meta, you know, which is Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Maybe not so mm-hmm. much LinkedIn, but, um, you know, Twitter. So they're like, well, yeah, we're just doing what all the other social media apps. We've, we've been clear because we put that information in our terms of service. So why are you targeting mm-hmm. us? You know, it's almost like Gary Kaspersky, who made Kaspersky antivirus, but Kaspersky and on government computers because the antivirus uh, company is based out of Russia and, you know, it's suspected. Yeah. Suspected that there's ties with the Russian government, but it's kind of like that, uh, you know, analogy is better to be safe than sorry. So. Hmm. Well, um, that's true. It is better to be safe than sorry. I've always, I always believe that. So um, is is it primarily, well, like I guess it is. I was going to say is it primarily because it's based out of China. What Because what I was going to ask, wasn't it sold? I don't know if that deal went through because I know when uh, your President Trump was in office, uh, they tried to make it uh, sold to a U.S. company. But I don't know if that deal ever went through or not. But it doesn't matter. You still got the parent company in China, so I don't know what difference that would have made anyway. So yeah, I guess. But it's one of those things that you know. Stay tuned because you know it's, I, 
I'm sure it's only going to get worse, you know? Well, okay. I want to talk about something else. I think that, I, and I, I guess I appreciate what TikTok brings to the table, but I want to talk about something else that I feel like is a, even a little bit more invasive on a personal level, and that is there was a story recently, very recently, on one of our networks about uh, people tapping into cameras that you have inside the house and streaming what's going on in your house. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's very easily done because a lot of oh, that's reassuring. Of your – well, <laughs> it's very you. easily preventable, too. It's very preventable. But the problem okay. is is that most of your uh, live or um, security cameras are web-based, meaning or app-based, which means that okay. if, let's just say you've got ring cameras mm-hmm. all over your house. That account can be accessed by going to ring.com or anybody with a smartphone can download the ring app. Now, if they get your credentials off of the Internet, then it's just a simple matter of them logging into your account and seeing what's going on. This happened, I think, about a couple of Christmases ago where a lady said, oh, my gosh, my Ring account was hacked. And what happened is that criminals found her login, her username and login on the Internet, and then they just logged into her account and just started harassing her and her family. Because Ring's like, yeah, we didn't get hacked. You know, it's like Mm. the end user. But what you have to remember with a lot of the uh, – they call it the Internet of Things or IoT. A lot of the Internet of Things technology, that data is encrypted in the cloud. So it's not like someone could, like, hack into Ring and then, like, get access to everyone's camera. All the accounts are separate, separate and all of the information is encrypted. So if you don't have the key or, like, login information, you're not going to be able to get into the account. And so I think what the warning is is to remind people when you set up these web-based cameras that you need to use login credentials that haven't been leaked onto the dark web. Because okay. I know when you heard that story, you were probably like, oh, I'm not getting a webcam because they could just well, get into it. Well, I wasn't getting one anyway. I mean, I, I don't really see the need for it. I mean, I, I, mean, I figure that's why you have the, the outside cameras to see who's getting in your house. Uh, you know, I mean, but I in think, terms of just day to day, I mean, I, like I don't have children. If I had children, maybe, you know, right? Yeah, I I'm with you. you? On that. I I we have outdoor cameras. We don't have. Well, I, I take that back. We do have indoor cameras because we do have um, our Alexa devices. But it's one of those uh-huh. things where you have to enable the Alexa device to actually act as an indoor camera. So in theory, they're not recording all the time, but mm-hmm. you can set your Alexa device up. If you're out of town and you wanted to see what was going on in a specific room, you can log into your camera and then you could see what's going on. But again, that's more about, well, let me make sure my Alexa account is secured. That way criminals can't find my username and password on the Internet I was going to ask you, can't they hack into – No. No, they can't. Okay. No, because – so let me explain about the nature of cybercrime that a lot of cyber uh, security experts, including myself, are starting to realize. Cybercrime is a human problem. It's not 
machine-based attacks. Like, remember, like, maybe 10, 15 years ago, people were actually hacking into computers and devices. But mm-hmm. um, people have to – I mean, but now Internet providers are providing everyone with a firewall. Every device that you own is probably safe from 99% of the cyber attacks. It's user laziness. It's user um, negligence when interacting with email and going to websites that cause people to get hacked. Because because the human problem is that if you're going to get hacked, then you have to allow someone to get into your device. For example, okay. um, my wife's uncle Ray, and I hate saying this, when he shows up to the family get together for like Thanksgiving. It's only mm-hmm. because he wants his computer worked on and he knows that I'm showing up. So <laughs> I got suckered oh, working wow. in, on his computer. I know I got suckered wor- working into on his computer and I just removed a couple of programs. But then a week mm-hmm. later and I told him, you're fine. I said, you can't be hacked, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. Well, a week later uh, I get a call from him. Well, actually I get a, my mother-in-law calls my wife. Oh, my brother Ray fell for a scammer. He's in about $300 uh, for this scammer. And I'm like, well, just tell him to hang up the phone and not talk to the guy. But they insisted I called him. And so I called him and said, hey, I hear you're, you know, you've got tech support. You know, you just need to hang up on the guy. The guy's lying to you and telling you all sorts of bogus stuff that they need to fix on your computer. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. Well, then he didn't listen to me, and it ended up, he um, was scammed out about $3,000 because wow. of some bogus tech support scam. Yeah. <laughs> and I and here's the other health, uh, human element, and now cybercrime affects everybody, even a cybersecurity expert like myself. So mm-hmm. I, on a rare occasion last week, went out in the field and was working with a customer who was having issues with her accounting software. Well, about a month before, she got an email from uh, Peachtree Sage saying, hey, it's time to update your software. And that sounds legitimate, mm-hmm. right? Year in, your tax yeah. year, you're getting ready to roll over to the new year and get your accounting software in check. Well, we clicked on the link, and the link either wanted us to set up a calendar invite, or if we didn't want to do that and talk to someone immediately, we would click on the link, and then it would give us a number to call. So we called um, the Peachtree, um, had us, what, the guy was like, well, let me log into your computer, and then I can just download the software for you. Legitimate software, log me in. Um, mm-hmm. And then he came back, and we gave them the account number, uh, which was legitimate, because Sage Accounting, they're like, before we deal with you, we want to make sure you're a legitimate company, so give us your account number. Gave the account number. The guy, like, put us on hold, and he came back and said, well, you know, you've got this outstanding balance of about $1,500. Oh. And so luckily, I'm like, okay, okay. So uh, my customer pulled out a credit card, started giving it out, and then she said, wait a minute. I think I'm paid up through April. So then she dug out her invoices, and sure enough, uh, she was paid through April, and it started to sound fishy to me, so we disconnected the remote call and hung up on the on the. It was a bogus, uh, it was a bogus mm. tech support company. So we called Sage, the accounting system, and like, oh yeah, we've been getting calls like that for the past couple of months. 
So oh, wow. what I think has happened. Did they not send out any warnings? That's exactly what I was going to say, G. Isn't that crazy? They should have <laughs> sent something out. Yeah. I think they were compromised because, I mean, how would a criminal, you have to, the stuff that they knew, they mm. had to be involved with Sage because out of all the software companies I've worked with, Sage is one of the few ones that will say, well, we need your customer number before we'll even work with you. And they also, you can't go to their website and download their software. And they are very quick to, like, log into your computer and do it for you because, I mean, they have pretty decent customer service. But the the mistake that they made is that they should have sent an email, like you said, to mm-hmm. everyone to let them yeah. know that they were experiencing scams. But, I mean, I was I, I was going through with it. But it took her to say, oh, wait a minute, I think I'm, I'm paid up. I shouldn't have an outstanding balance. Yeah, and, if she and sure enough, it, it yeah. was a bogus call. Mm-hmm. But that just shows, again, the human element and how, how criminals are able to take this information and manipulate it in a way to trick people. And that's a method called social engineering because you're like, I want to update my software. You know, I'll go through whatever process because I want to reach the end goal. And that's mm-hmm. why the human element is the uh, problem with cybercrime. In fact, now the term that's being used, G, is human firewalls. Like you need to update your human firewall because in the end, whether <laughs> you're an individual or a company, uh-huh. you're the person that needs, that is controlling the cyber threats that are coming in. So always remember mm-hmm. that. You've got to get out of that mindset of, oh, they're going to hack into my devices. It's like, no, as long as you're prudent and do what you're supposed to do, then you're going to be able to protect yourself from almost every cyber threat out there. Jesus. That was probably more okay. than you wanted to hear. So I was telling you that you need to go out and get a – so I'm telling you, go ahead and get that ring camera. Um, I don't know about the interior cameras, but, yeah. Get no, you some, no, but – no, get, well, we got a camera um, – uh, my brother-in-law, thank him. Um, he uh, actually installed uh, a couple years ago at, um, after he found out that we had been broken into and my jewelry had gotten stolen. Um, he um, installed a camera. So we have like the doorbell camera and then we have one over the garage and then we have one over the back door. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. I'm glad you got that. Yes. One of the few and then you tech just go to whatever app. I'm okay with. Huh? You just go to your app and look at it, and you get the alerts that someone's at the front door and all that good stuff. Shoot, I get the alerts when they pass by with the with the school bus. Um, <laughs> it's really sensitive. Ours, you know, ours. We have Ring, and ours is sensitive for the fact that uh, if our neighbors uh, at night, if they back out of the driveway and the flashlight hits their Ring camera, then it'll set uh-huh. it off. Oh, yeah, wow. So it's sensitive, but better <laughs> safe than sorry, right? Definitely, yes. You know, I'm for that. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the crime prevention things they did in Kansas City was in the, the Urban Core, the, uh-huh. I forget who it was, they issued out ring cameras to, like, um, a lot of the residents in those uh, in those urban areas, which I thought was really great. We yeah, had a customer, that's a good idea. Yeah, we had a customer who had shoddy internet, and she couldn't understand why her ring camera wasn't working. And we're like, yeah, you need to upgrade your internet. And we did it, and, yeah, she was happy because you could monitor what was going on. Cool. Uh, that's a good idea. Well, 
Um, <laughs> we blew past one of them, but that's okay. We're going to take a quick break. We are here with Burton Kelso of Integral. And if you have questions, the number is 516-387-1944. Jeez Power Hour. I've never had so good entertainment. We'll be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. It is third Thursday of the month, and that means we have Burton Kelso on with Integral. And if you have your tech questions, the number is 516-387-1944. So what else are we supposed to be monitoring right now, Burton, in terms of the tech world? Um, can we should we, should we talk? Can we talk? Uh, do we need to talk about uh, Twitter? Uh, yes and no. I mean, some people are calling Twitter like Twitter 2.0 because of Elon Musk. But um, it's like I think the thing that we need to talk about, especially when it deals with Facebook and Twitter, is just the simple fact that these companies really need to add a human aspect as far as monitoring what's going on with uh, posts. I think Twitter is a good example of a social media company that isn't really listening to what its users want other than, you know, the um, the whole freedom of speech thing, and I just want to say whatever I want to say on social media. But I think you going forward with all the social media platforms, you may actually start to see more of a human element as far as what goes on with um, on these online accounts. Now, your favorite – channel and I've got to mention this so you probably don't know this but G is almost an not Instagram but a LinkedIn influencer with how many connections do you have I, I don't know boys. but it's <laughs> it's close a to 30,000 yeah 30,000 yeah so yeah. anyway yeah. she's an influencer and but the thing I is, not, is that don't LinkedIn, use that that's a bad word what, influencer <laughs> Yeah, that is not. No, okay. you're, so. you're right. influencing. So anyway, okay. my point is is that with you and LinkedIn, uh, or just LinkedIn in general, there are people that actually monitor posts and they will reshare content if they like your content. But with Facebook and Twitter, you have a lot of issues with um, getting customer service. And the big thing with yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and even Instagram are hacked accounts. Not necessarily, you know, I was thrown in jail, but social media accounts are being hacked. And I think if your LinkedIn account was hacked, you would be able to retrieve it, whereas with, like, Facebook and Twitter, if a criminal gets a hold of your account, then there's no one you can go to. And, I mean, we're just inundated 
at Integral with people calling all the time saying, hey, my account was hacked, what can I do? And especially if you're dealing with a small business, there's nothing that can be done. I mean, you're just, you're just out of your account, which is a sad thing. So I think cybercrime with social media accounts has become so prevalent that you're going to start to see more of a customer service thing happen with, you know, especially the older social media accounts, that, that way to help monitor the, the stem of cybercrime. Because, again, like I said previously, it is a human problem, and you have to activate your human firewall and learn how to prevent these cyber attacks. But tech companies or tech social media companies are going to have to do the same thing. And to take it a step back, when I was talking about, you know, how tech companies have stepped up and kind of helped keep people safe from all of the cyber threats out there, one of the instances that I can say that you can relate to is like your Internet provider. Back in like 20 years ago, when you got Internet, they just gave you a modem, which allowed you to connect to the Internet. But now most of your, or I should say all Internet companies supply you with a router, which is a firewall that prevents criminals from even seeing that you're connected to the Internet. But, you know, with a modem, then, yeah, a criminal could just hack into your device and then it was a done deal. Also, Microsoft and Apple have installed firewalls in their operating system. Um, I'm trying to think of another instance where tech companies have evolved um, as far as what things they've done. But we haven't seen it happen with social media. But that's part of the problem, too, is that criminals want your social media account so that they can send out more spam messages to more people. So I think in 2023, that's probably going to be the shift that you're going to see more customer or they're going to have to do more customer interaction because part of the reason we're having an issue with cybercrime is the fact that criminals are taking over accounts and just sending out more spam and stealing money too because if you have a credit card with like your Facebook account then they're going to um they're going to um you know steal your money that's associated with your account so that's a lot <laughs> yeah, just a little, but that's okay. We need to know. We need to know. Um, I I wanted to ask you though. Um, now, yeah, yeah, that was a lot because I forgot my question. But uh, I wanted to find out: is it or is it not a good time now to kind of disconnect? And and the reason I asked that because I know you've talked about disconnecting every now and then. I was, and then I thought about, it. oh yeah, holidays, good time to kind of disconnect, be with family and friends, you know, do some stuff that you don't normally do, get ready for the new year or whatever. And then I, right. part of me is thinking, well, maybe not so much because, you know, there's, you know, the, the holiday movies and then there's the uh, uh, football games and then there's all kind of other stuff, you know, bowl games, whatever going on. Uh, so what what do you do usually around this time? I normally disconnect. I mean, obviously, as an entrepreneur, and uh, I'll use the word as an influencer, I usually will post something daily uh, just to kind of, you know, keep the numbers and the algorithm going with my audience. But once I make Mm -hmm. that post, then, you know, I set my phone down. You know, I don't have any games on my phone. Um, I, you know, I just, I'm kind of like one of those people that likes utter silence. 
I don't need background mm-hmm. noise. I don't need anything going on. You know, I just, I can just sit and chill. So I recommend disconnecting just for the simple fact that tech devices are addicting and they're designed to be addicting. And I mean, obviously that's one of the problems in the tech world. And that's why they have the documentary, the social dilemma. It's like, you kind of need it because you want to be able to stay in contact with friends, Mm -hmm. social media contacts and and loved ones. But at the same time, uh, the dilemma is, is that your tech devices are um, addicting and, I don't know if you knew this or not. Most people that work for social media companies or large tech companies, they don't allow or at least recommend that their family members get on any electronics or at least social media. I mean, that's scary. You know, that's like, well, that would be like, oh, yeah. I guess the best analogy would be Philip Morris. Like, well, yeah, we're making, um, you know, we're mm. making cigarettes. But obviously, wow. if you're a Philip Morris employee, yeah, you don't smoke kind of bad for you, but we want everyone else to smoke cigarettes. So, I mean, that's the best analogy that I can give as far as technology. Yeah. Just do it in moderation and give your brain a break. Cause I think the, the problems that technology offers in our society is that we've got, um, you know, you've got that grind mentality uh, and hustle mentality where people are trying to just become overachievers. And a lot of that's fueled by social media because you're seeing your connections going on these vacations. And mm-hmm. we always forget that what people post on social media isn't necessarily the truth. Because people are doing it yeah. because they want attention. They want to see, they want to give it the image that they're living this opulent lifestyle and they're really not. And it can really cause uh, anxiety in a lot of people because you're tuned in, you're seeing people successful Maybe what you're doing at the moment, it doesn't appear to be as successful as the next person, and it just causes issues. And then, of course, the other thing we have to worry about are our children, you know, because of the whole poor body image thing with what's posted on social media, what's considered a perfect body. Um, You've also had the issue of cyber. Go ahead. So basically social media has taken over where print media used to to do with all of the models on the magazines and stuff like that. Right. But the problem is, is that, you know, it's like an endless barrage of images from uh, social media as opposed to print. Print, you know, you get your teen or 17 magazine or, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. your Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition. And that's there. You only have so many images. And then, you, you know, next month maybe you'll get more where with social media, it's just constant barrage of um, um, this su- constant barrage of information that mm-hmm. uh, just gives you a poor negative body image, especially with kids. And the other problem yeah. with kids is that young minds can't really disconnect from electronics and social media. Because what is it? Your brain doesn't really isn't fully developed until well, for women it's like 24, for men it's like 27. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously a, a big issue that uh, everybody should disconnect. And then the other problem with uh, the whole connection thing, you have adults that have addictive personalities. So all it takes is something, and, you know, then you're addicted. Because I always joke, and, you know, may she rest in peace with Kirstie Alley, but, mm-hmm. you know, I always felt, I never knew the lady, but I always felt she had an addictive personality. 
Because once she conquered mm-hmm. her drug addiction, then she became mm-hmm. addicted to food. You know, she lost weight, but still, you know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And that yeah, happens just with one of those things. a lot of people that smoke, too. I mean, I remember my father used to smoke. Um, once he stopped smoking, though, because my father was, was thin for a long time. Uh, once he started, right. he was he didn't get big, like you know, or anything like that. But he started gaining weight once he stopped smoking. Right. So it, it is something but it's a you big know, issue. I think. Yeah. I think it's something that people really need to reconsider as far as how they're using technology in their lives. Maybe they need to use yeah. the G model. I think you need to be the. Um, you need to be the not anti-social media, but you know the social media moderator or moderation queen, you know? Because, I mean, you can buy yeah. with it. Yeah, I, I, I try to, you know, um, moderate it. It's, just, it's because I think there's just so much other stuff going on. And then, you know, you got to worry about stuff like, you know, I've been wearing glasses since I was a kid. You know, uh, you're constantly staring at screens, you know, that, you know, you're just making, you're making your eyes bad, number one. Number two, you, people are just losing social skills. And that's right. what bothers me. They don't know how to really talk to people, uh, you know, just because you can get away with saying whatever you want on social media, which you really shouldn't, uh, doesn't mean that you can get away with saying stuff to, to people just because you feel like it, you know. Um, right. And, and you, you do have people that, that just don't know how to practice restraint or discipline. So no, I, I just think, you, really don't. you know, yeah, I, I, I think, Social skills are being lost in terms of how to, inter, you know, face-to-face interact with people. It's probably, you know, a good thing for people who are kind of shy, uh, you know, and, and this is a way of, of opening up and better communicating, But you know, through social media. But at the same time, uh, you still have to learn how to talk to someone where they're right in front of your face. Right. Okay. And I... I've got real life experience with that because back in the nineties in my single days, you know, I was on AOL and Prodigy and all that stuff. And it was a good outlet for shy people to communicate online. But then at some mm-hmm. point, you know, you've got to enter the real world and develop a true relationship with uh, the person. And a lot of the women that I met had poor social skills. You know, you would meet up, maybe hiding in the corner. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you would go to Converse and they were chatty, Kathy, online, but then when you talk to them in person, it's just crickets. It's like, well, you know, wow. you got to get off the computer more and uh, do stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, you know. But, yeah, it, it really, it, it's something that we really need to address and get taken care of as far as social media. Because it's like, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Twitch, you read about that with Twitch, Ellen's DJ. You know, I don't yeah, know what he was I, I going heard through, about that yeah, this morning. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't know of him really. I heard about it, and I heard a little bit more about it um, uh, this morning on the news. But yeah, that's what did they say? Yeah. Have they given a? Um, um, did he leave a suicide note, or was uh, well, I, don't I really haven't? Care you know, about I haven't that. heard that much is. since early this morning. But yeah, I, I was just yeah, I just heard about it. And I'm like, well, that's just really sad that, uh, you know, and that's, you know, and I was joking earlier uh, about people needing Jesus, but I mean, this is, we got to think about how we, you know, what our coping, coping mechanisms are and and why they fail. 
and part of it, you know, there's a lot of different components, you know, how we manage technology is one of them, but also just having other components of our life. And I, I truly believe that a spiritual component is, you know, mandatory. It's necessary. You've got to know that you can't control everything and there's a higher power. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to that. One one last thing I was going to say, uh, Uh and I know it's break time, but did you realize that the rate of suicide for what it is, it's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, what I was going to say is that did you realize that the rate of suicide for African-Americans has gone up like a lot, especially, you know, since the pandemic has occurred? Yeah. Uh, Isn't that horrible? Yeah, it, it is horrible. I, I hadn't looked at the statistics, but I mean, I, I think I, I think more than just suicides have gone up in the African American community. I think um, homicides probably have escalated oh, yeah. a lot too. And I don't have the stats on that, but yeah, the suicides. And like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with how you, how you manage stuff. And, 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 and like I said, how you manage stuff, not necessarily that you manage stuff, but how you manage it, because you you know if you think you have to manage everything then that's that's where you get caught up that's where you get overwhelmed uh right. you know you you have to know what you can manage and how to do it and what is just beyond your scope right and, and the other thing too i i think with us is the ability of uh asking for help especially for our black men because in our yeah. culture, black men are hyper-masculine. Like, I can take whatever is going on as opposed to just admitting that they're struggling, uh, you know, mentally and just reaching out and say, hey, I, I need some help. That's just not, for men, that's just not in our culture. You know, crying seen as a weakness, um, and, you know, it's unfortunate. I have something. I, I have another show that I want you to do with me, we're not going to talk about it right now, but I, I thought something jumped in my mind, so so you, you hold on tight for a call from me with, with regards to something else coming soon. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We are here with Burton Kelso of Integral. It is Tech Thursday. The number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, 
D, thanks so much for being with us today. And if you have questions in the few minutes that we have left, the number is 516-387-1944. We're here with uh, Burton Kelso of Integral, and I know we've gotten so off track. <laughs> no, it's we been a good really discussion. Have a game plan. Yeah, it has been a good it's discussion. Been, I always in, enjoy it, yes. So, it's been a good discussion. But, so I think we're wrapping this show up talking about tech resolutions for 2023, yes. aren't we? Yes, we are. So – yeah, so one of the resolutions I was going to bring up is, I hate to say it, social media. And if yeah. you are a small business owner, unfortunately, you need to claim your account on all of the social media channels because you don't want cyber criminals to commandeer an online account and just ruin your mm-hmm. online reputation. So let's say that you have a strong social media game with like maybe Facebook and we'll say Instagram. It's important for you as an entrepreneur to go ahead and set up, you know, your accounts on LinkedIn, uh, maybe TikTok, and um, I can't think of any others. But the goal is not necessarily to add more to your plate. The goal mm-hmm. is to claim those accounts and just have them in your brand, your branding name so that criminals can't take advantage of it. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, it makes sense. I'm, I'm not questioning that at all. The thing is, is that, you know, I, 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 well, for me, a person like me, I just don't have a lot of time that I'm sitting up in front, well, outside of my, my part-time job, and, but unfortunately. But I don't, have, I don't have a lot of time where I'm sitting up in front of a screen. Uh, well, that's the idea. Stuff, that's know. the idea. It's kind of like I was talking when we were talking, you know, yesterday that I was uh-huh. like, for right now, you just need to focus on, you know, one social media channel. What I'm saying right, is Right, but is you're that saying you that I have to go in and, oh, gosh, I, I got to go into Instagram. Oh, I got to go into TikTok. Oh, I got to no, go No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. And, I'm just saying. And straight and protect myself or claim it. I'm just saying you know, create or, the account. I'm just mm-hmm. saying create the account. I'm not saying post on it, but cr- uh-huh. claim no, it and create it. So that was, yeah, yeah. But so I'm just, you know, you can't for just, you, I don't you can't know if it would be go, beneficial. Could you cl- can you claim it and then just delete it? No, no, you can't claim it and delete it. You've got to have it so that if a criminal says, oh, yeah, G Power Hour, let me, uh, let's set up a bogus account. And they're like, well, dang it, we can't because there's already a Facebook account, and then they're done. Okay. You know what I mean? So you can yeah, claim that's, it that's and just it. don't do anything with it, right? Right, exactly. Just get it okay. and then have it so that way some criminal can't look at you on Facebook and say, oh, well, yeah, geez, power hour. Let's go ahead and duplicate this. And then they're sending all sorts of nonsense out in, under your name. You don't want that. So that's why right. I'm saying claim it. Right. Okay. So I got number you. two, the, the, the next resolution that I'll bring up is that mm-hmm. old clutter. You were in the days of – You've got old cords. You've got old technology laying around. And some people think this old tech is going to be like Lazarus and come back from the dead. Because, I mean, there's people (laughs) when I – gee, there's people when I was still going out in the field, I'd be like, so what are you going to do with that old computer? And most people are like, well, just take the thing. I don't want the junk. But then there are some people who are like, what are you going to do with it? Like I'm going to, like, refurbish and sell it, which, I mean, there's still a such thing. There's a black-owned mm-hmm. business in the Kansas City area, and that's exactly what he does. He just refurbishes them. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got some 15-year-old piece of technology laying around, just take it to your local recycling center and get rid of it so you don't have that clutter. Because tech companies, yeah, I was companies ask are. You, what do you mm-hmm. do with like old cable cords and, and stuff like that? Because every time that you change or upgrade a, a cable service or internet service or something, you get new, or you, you know, you get a new box or whatever. You get new cords. So right. <laughs> what do you, you, just, what do, you best buy, do with that yeah. stuff? Yeah, Best Buy is the best place to um, take those old cords and stuff too. And what's sad about it, you brought, you're bringing up some good points today. When you change cable service, it's unfortunate that a lot of those cable companies don't want their old boxes back. Now, I know there's a few companies like Comcast and Spectrum that will take their old equipment, but we've got Google Fiber. Well, I take that back. I think even Google Fiber, which I know ain't in Florida, they'll take your stuff back. But the biggest um, per, the biggest company that violates that rule is AT&T. AT&T that want their equipment back. Same thing with DirecTV. Mm. If you've got a dish and you decide, I'm done with dish, they leave the dish on your house. They won't come get it. So you, you have those cords, you can take the Best Buy computers. I think you can take it to either Goodwill or Best Buy. But, yeah, it's time mm-hmm. to get rid of that stuff and just move on. Just face it. It's old. It ain't coming back. And you just right. need to, you know, do stuff with it. The, uh, the next resolution that I would recommend people to do would be to make sure that all of your devices are up to date. So whenever you see that security update come down, then go ahead and mm-hmm. download it. Don't think it's going to be buggy or don't think it's going to jack up your phone or your computer. Uh, it, it's a, when they come up with, a, uh, with security updates, it's a credible threat. That means that mm-hmm. Apple or Google uh, has done their research, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is a way hackers can get into this device. So we're going to issue an update to keep the hackers out. So as soon as they pop up on your phone or on your computer, go ahead and download them. That way you're making sure that you are staying extra protected from all of the cyber threats out there. So they seem to be coming up a lot lately. Because criminals are trying to still get into devices. Because, I mean, mean, they're they're hustling. You know, it's like they're like uh, the Rick Ross song, Every Day I'm Hustling. That's that's (laughs) bastard criminals. They probably have it typing over the – because, you know, they work like in a call center. They probably have it Mm. typing out over the call center. Every day mm-hmm. I'm hustling, and their criminals are always wow. trying, to, trying to find new ways to get into devices. So when those updates come down, you've got to download those updates and then make sure. And then finally, my final uh, tech resolution for 2023 would be to quit using, and I know I've said this before, to quit using passwords and start using passphrases. Um, right. You know, and basically uh, passphrases are two unrelated words that make up a secure password. So maybe you would do like, um, I'm trying to, like a Ugly Corvette or maybe Purple Land Rover. You know what I mean? Just words that just are nonsensical. Okay. But, but um, they, you know, they make a lot of sense to you and it makes it harder for criminals to guess your password, but it makes it easier for you to remember your password and that way you're keeping yourself safe from all of the cyber threats out there. What about special characters? Oh, yeah, you can throw special characters in there. Yeah, that makes it even stronger. So you can use an exclamation or um, question mark. Uh, and the best rule when you're creating a passphrase is to use Apple's format 
for using passwords. So if you were to create a, a secure passphrase, uh, you would make sure that at least one of the letters that you're using is capitalized. It needs to be at least eight characters long. And then mm -hmm. Apple always recommends that you do a special character. Okay. But again, rather than doing like password one, two, three, exclamation point, or I love America, exclamation <laughs> point, you would definitely use your passphrase like stinky chicken or ugly Corvette or, um, you know, I don't, I can't think of any. But I will tell you this, Gene, there is a website called usepassphrase.com where they will automatically generate passphrases for you. And in that way, yeah. you can take one of their passphrases, add a special character, and then you're done. Yeah, I, so I don't know. I, I I I prefer to create my own passwords because it's like someone else develops one, and, and if it doesn't have like any kind of significance to me, any type of meaning, right. I'm 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 prone to forget it. <laughs> so, right, that's exactly good. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you could. I mean yeah, because I mean there's hobbies that you could have, like maybe you would do stupid quilter or you know ugly quilt if you were a quilter. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. you know, just different nonsensical words that de definitely are near and dear to you, but, you know, you don't want to use, like, your birth date or your, you know, the hometown you grew up in or any of that nonsense, because that'll just get you in right. trouble. Right. So, all right. What else? Is there anything else? Or did we miss anything for the next year? No, that's for 2023? Or, and you don't no, have to wait for 2023. It. You need to start now, by the way. Oh, I agree, yeah. Just, uh, again, just make sure oh, that you're – go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I remember something I've been meaning to ask you. Uh, how, in terms of keeping it clean, I guess I would call it, uh, how often should you do things like defrag or disk cleanup or clear data or whatever? None of that. You don't have to do that None. anymore. Your Apple, your Apple devices and your Windows devices mm -hmm. do it automatically. And the new type of hard drive, solid-state hard drives, don't require you to defrag or any of that stuff anymore. So that's – you. Re, I mean, well, computers take care of themselves now. You don't yeah, have to do well, it. My problem is the program that I use in my part-time job, they ask us to clear our data before we log in, and sometimes we end up having to clear it more than once. You can clear cookies. But with your computers, you definitely don't want to defrag it because if you have okay. one of the newer solid-state hard drives, it'll ruin it. Ooh, okay. Good to know that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, right. But we'll talk more cool. about that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Burton, to you and your family. Merry, Thanks so much. Merry, uh -huh. Merry Christmas to you, too. And talk, new, talk in the new year, hopefully, God willing. We will, yes. All right. And thank you all for listening. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Be well, be safe, be blessed. God willing, talk to you tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>